All right, what's up, everybody? Welcome back. Another episode of the Always Chillin' Podcast. Skinny Dean, the Sandman in the Barbershop once again. Got the homie Justin in with us again this week. Uh, celebrating an undefeated season, right? Yeah, congratulations to both of you on your undefeated. You, that's, that's impressive, man. Like, do you guys do, like, punt returns? Do you guys do actual punt returns? How does that stuff work? We do actual punt returns, but seems not like, kickoff. Seems like a lot of pressure for... For a kid, and a lot I think, of fumbles, I th- and I think yeah. that's why they do it like the way they do it. There's no rush. Yeah, like there's like, you know, they can make a little noise and raise their hands, but they give them enough time to set up. You know, so I was thinking about punt returns because it seems like. Remember a few years ago when we would be like, we wouldn't even want them to try to catch it. We'd be <laughs> like, just, we'd be like, just don't even put a returner back there. Just don't do it. It kind of felt like that again. We just, were doing damage control on punt return. That's. It's more likely that someone's going to get hit 15 yards down the field than it, than some kicker's going to boot it 40 yards and you're going to have a right. beautiful kick and a return. Like that's not going to happen. Maybe once or twice. Yeah, that's, I guess that's true too. The, we just how, don't like how often is it is a kid in your league dropping? Like, there was one kid like that booted the yeah, shit the, out the, of the he ball. Practi- really? He's like he's practicing that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like that was, was about a 40 kid. yard kick right there. Yeah, he booted <laughs> into that the shit. wind. Yes. What made it so bad? He kicked in into the wind. So I'm like, he's practicing that. So I don't know. There, I, there was maybe a couple where I think uh, they're practicing that. That's crazy. But yeah, you ain't gonna. That's not gonna happen. Where yeah, I was thinking consistently, about, hey, consistently, it's a, it's a catch and a return. Yeah, you're not. Gonna I was thinking about that. punts because seems like we got. Seems like the dude back there. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say anybody's name, but it seems like the dude back there yesterday got a little bit scared. After he muffed that one, it seems like he was kind of scared after that. Man, I played that position. Try. You know, that yeah, was dude, that a was lot of pressure for sure. Yeah. That's I guess that's what I specialized in because I was more of a basketball player. I was fast, so you know that's I got stuck back there more than anything. Kick, return, punt, return, and I had to learn, you know, to catch that ball. I was letting it bounce, you know, and getting then getting. I got good at letting it bounce, but coach over there, you know, I. His face is red as fuck, so I'm like, yeah, I got to start learning how to catch this motherfucker. But yeah, that shit was pressure. I did the same thing. I I, I did a kick and punt return. Um, we had Sam Cook actually at my high school. Oh, oh shit! Fuck. Yeah, nice. fuck. well, and shit. when I was I was a junior and he was a freshman, I think, and he came up and I had never seen anything like that as a punt before. Like everything was just kind of nice. low trajectory, thirty thirty five. He stood back there and boomed one like higher than I've ever seen punted, like fifty yards. Aiming that motherfucker. Just he was a soccer kid, but he ended up playing offensive line and linebacker for us. What? Yeah, <laughs> dude was a hell of a, he was a hell of an athlete, big I dude, guess. big boy. But he yeah, he wasn't boot. he wasn't small for a kicker. He wasn't uh, a small he could, guy. He, he was probably six two two twenty five something yeah, like that in high guy. school. Yeah, yeah. So I guess that would work. Soccer kid just had a leg on him. I it was it was the craziest thing. That's the first time I'd had an actual punt like that you know and it's high and it's a high one and it's hanging on you you like oh and you soon as you take your eye off the ball you're already fucked up Uh you're already fucked up yeah see that's crazy and it's like especially over there because it's like you catching the ball or not is the difference between like ninety thousand people are mad at you well back well this is the difference today when where i played back in the early 90s in high school i was in high school i got to high school in 92 there was no halo. There was no none of that shit. So you catch the ball and, and dude, wow. You get rocked. You getting rocked. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? When did they put that halo? When, I don't early know exactly. Early 2000s maybe? I don't know exactly. But you got you to gotta be willing to fair catch. 
You got to be willing and to see, fair and catch. And see, that wasn't, you know, that was like pussy shit. You know what I mean? It, I didn't even know about fucking fair catch. On bad punts. On bad punts, you got to be willing I never to fair fought, catch. I never fair caught anything. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know, you know, I didn't know what that shit meant. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I was, I was, I was getting it, and I was going. I was up out of that motherfucker. Yeah, man, yeah you give me a, a lane. Of, a yeah. lot of pressure, man. It's a lot of pressure. That, it was. Like, punt return, punt and kick return. I mean, kick return, not so much, because like, if you fuck it up, it probably goes out the end zone anyway, usually. I mean, in college. Well, that's another difference last year. And maybe, I don't know you, back when I was in high school, you had two returners back there. Yeah. Now you regularly, you see one. Mm-hmm. Kick return and punt return. Yeah. So that's, like, it's a whole different formation. As far as like individual pressure, like kick return, punt return, being the kicker, that has to be like a mental fuck sometimes. Punt returns live, like that's live yeah, that's action. All day. Yeah, kick returns yeah. a whole different ball game. Different right. ball but that that yeah. kick, that punt return, that's that's live action out there. And even a kick return, like you you have on a kick, like you can't let that bounce. You gotta you gotta go get that motherfucker because that's a live ball. So, so it, it, it it's it's and all kind of shit. Stuck. Going, you yeah. can get stuck on the punt, on the kick return. That's why they don't even do mm-hmm. kick return on in our level of football till next year. Next year, we'll have to do kick return, PATs live, and punt live. It's a lot of shit that goes through your head while you're back there like, fuck, fuck, fuck. I kind of like the, uh, I don't know if it's the XFL or the USFL kick returns where they, they line up like 20 yards away from them and they can't start, like nobody starts moving until the guy catches the ball. I kind of like that. I, yeah, I thought it was dope too. I and like I thought maybe the NFL would adopt that, you know, to cut down on the uh, the collisions yeah. and shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think we talked about this word. Just yesterday, I had a kid in my chair, a high school player here, local, getting some getting some offers. Uh, had to miss the last half of the season with concussions. And I'm like, mm. I don't ever remember the word concussion. I don't ever remember somebody saying, "Oh, he's concussed. Oh, he might have well, a concussion." Man, Never. You, got, you guys got him. I'm telling you. Yeah. Oh, we you definitely guys, you guys got, got him. him. <laughs> we definitely got him. Yeah, I myself. Yeah, you know what I mean? I used to. I used to lay wood. You know, I used to try to knock him yeah, off. You guys out. were. You guys were concussing each you other. You get them stars. Your, your nose starts that. running. It, yeah. No, you would hear. Uh, have you seen Blue Mountain State? You, uh-uh. watch, you watch Blue Mountain State? Mm-hmm. No. Where they're like, one of them says concussion out loud, and they're like, "Don't, don't say the c word." Like, you know, like they're not allowed to say the word concussion. You know. Well, so see, you guys were getting them. Oh yeah, we were definitely. Nobody was them. talking about them. Just nobody. Nobody even said that word concussion. You heard a coach say, uh, "You got your your clock cleaned or your bell rung, or, <laughs> yeah. you know, shit like that." You that's know what I mean? But never it. the word concussion. concussion. Never that I remember. I do think it's low. Did you see Shiloh Sanders get ejected out of the yeah. Colorado game? That shit. Yeah. Was, that shit was a little weak to me. Yeah, that was. I think this. I think it's got to be pretty egregious for them to throw you out. Like it was. Back. It was technically. Helmet on there, but like, yeah, like, you're gonna throw somebody on, out. Wasn't on purpose. Give him the 15. And he was tackling a guy. It's not like he was just the way his body was angled. I don't know. Y'all did you saw helmet helmet contact? I mean, yeah, but Slight. it was like helmet to chin. Yeah, like it went up under his chin, I didn't kind of, but I mean, you know how you you know you hit a motherfucker and you you're following through the hit. And yeah, you're like first, you I think that was the biggest problem. The first he didn't follow was, through. He didn't try to wrap him up. He just tried to. Yeah, tried to get into it, like, and then he started kind of like flexing on. Yeah, he probably should have did that which right. Shouldn't get you, probably shouldn't get you. Thrown it shouldn't, out of but, game, it makes, but it makes it makes it look a little worse. I like the rule. I don't like I don't like how judgmental call it could be. Yeah, because there's such a variant between one ref to another that you don't really know. Well, here was and my then you argument. You get hurt as a defensive player having to pussyfoot around trying to tackle some big that ass too. dude. He was running right towards him. Like I didn't see yeah, where he, he wasn't was like defenseless. defenseless. Like he didn't like cheap shot him. Like it was a face to face, you know, head on collision. 
So I, that was my argument. Like, I don't think I would have thrown him out. Had he been out. turned, you know, at a different angle, it definitely wasn't. I saw a couple ejection. in Nebraska's games I thought were more egregious than that. Definitely wasn't yeah. worth an ejection. And I'm not a Buffs fan. I be telling motherfuckers like, I love Dion, but I ain't about to start cheering. Well, for dude, I was Buffs, I was watching the Colorado <laughs> game, but I was I was cheering for them to lose. Like, like I I don't I like Shooter Sanders. I like Deion Sanders. I like Shiloh Sanders. They're all cool, but they play for Colorado, so like I'm never. Gonna, yeah, I ain't about to start cheering for Colorado, motherfucker. Like, I'm never gonna want you to win, dude. Like, never. Sorry. <laughs> I ain't like, doing sorry. That. I ain't I ain't a dick rider. And it's like not even because I don't like Deion Sanders. Nah, I don't like Colorado. I am a prime fan. If if you see that Florida State, I'd be all about it. But they're doing pretty good with what's what's his name, yeah. Mark Norvell. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Florida State, man. Yeah, they're doing pretty Florida good. Florida State they, looks good. They, they look look pretty good. Look good. I think if somebody gave me a chance to coach anywhere for college and bring my two sons, I'd I'd go there too, and I'd say some shit out of my ass to try to motivate my kids. But <laughs> let's bring point, that back. But, let's bring that back. But realistic expectations, though, you can kind of put a target on your kid's chest mm-hmm. when you ain't got the guns to go fight. Like you kind of got to know when you're yeah. De- when you're Coach Prime, Dion. You gotta gotta know, man. I don't got the guns for this. Well, did you see his press conference? <laughs> I don't have the. He straight, no. he straight up said he's like, I'm gonna go get a different offensive line. He straight up said it. And he will. Well, even and like will. even like we talked about Matt Rule. I think at this point he knows what he needs to emphasize on in the offseason. Yeah, but he's he straight up was like, this offensive line will be gone next year. And don't go don't go offering money and poaching fucking players, man. You're gonna have to go get your shovel out, get your fucking gloves on, and go find that fucking talent. I like how everybody does the watch thing, the Shadur. After yeah. they, after they well, you see the trend in the NFL. Everybody like got their little icy ice on and shit. Dak Prescott, you know, everybody wearing yeah. their chains and shit. I'm like, this is I, they, they go they, Cowboys. By the way, okay, they look yeah, good today. Right. Go ahead, and slide that in. <laughs> they look good today. I I decided I'm a Ravens fan. Did I tell you that? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm I, yeah. I, I'm I'm, I'm with them Niners, man. I'm a Ravens fan. Fuck Ravens. I thought you said Cincinnati last time. Yeah. Well, I was, but see, that was like. I, when I respect I was, the way the Ravens play. When I see, that's what it is. When I was a kid, I needed to pick a team, and my parents liked the Packers, and I'm like, I don't want to pick the team my parents like. And then I'm like, oh, I like Tigers. Like them, right? I'm right, like, right. I like Tigers, so I, I I like the Bengals, and that was that's what my entire decision <laughs> was based on. And then I was like a kind of a Bengals fan. For We're talking eight year old time here, right? Like Tigers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I like Tigers. That team's a Tiger. That's cool. I was playing NFL Quarterback Club on Nintendo 64. And I'm Holy like, shit! I'm like, yeah, Tiger. It's I remember that Bengals. Shit. That's cool. You you guys got the new Madden, don't you? Uh, I do. I need to get it. I do. I need to get it. Yeah. So now I decided this year that I need to actually pick a team, like decide who my team. And I was looking at the Dolphins for a while because I think it's, I think they're pretty fun, and I think Mike McDaniel's funny. Uh, and then I was thinking about the Lions because I like I like the thing that they have going this year a little bit. Um, but I settled on the Ravens because I really like uh, I really like an option offense. A little spread out, yeah. I really love an. I've seen that a lot offense. in the NFL though. Yeah, seeing it a lot. But yeah. they they changed it a lot from what they had last year. They got a new offensive coordinator in there, and Lamar isn't worried about a contract no more. He's going hard. I respect the way they play as as a yeah. as a franchise. Yeah, so smash like, mouth, run the football. Yeah, I like the option offense, and they play pretty aggressive on defense too. They blitz a lot, and I like that. So that I decided that I like the I like the Ravens for the, for how they actually play football, not just because I think. Tigers are cool. I respect that. So, like, I, this year I decided, like, I need to get an actual team. And I think it's going to be the Ravens. I think, I think I'm just more of a college guy. Well, that's what I like about the Ravens, too, is they feel probably the closest to a college team. Yeah, I think I'm more of a college. Yeah. More of a college level. Yeah, obviously. Mike college, McDaniel college runs semi-college yeah, offense. and his offenses are. The, the thing bit. he's doing where he gets Tyreek Hill, like, 
in a motion on a full sprint before the snap, and then he's he's like already spun up on a full sprint by the Arena time he's the league starts. style. Yeah, I'm seeing that too. And the about, motion style, about 15 so different style. types of motion. Yeah, a lot of different types of motions. Those kinds of plays scare me. Yeah, that's just crazy. He, he's a schemer, that's for sure. Yeah, and they're all super fast. They got a chain and uh, Mostert. Shit, that motherfucker run twenty like twenty five mile an hour, twenty eight mile an hour or some shit. Yeah, something crazy. That's that's crazy as mm-hmm. fuck, man. That's a car. Cowboys look good too though. This year they do. The Niners look good too. Yeah, I'm fucking with the Niners. They got beat man. today. Who did Cowboys? Niners. Niners. Yeah, see, I didn't even watch. Ravens won. The Ravens beat the Cardinals today. I didn't even watch. Mm-hmm. I got. I got. Sometimes I gotta force myself to even watch an NFL game. Yeah, I'm, it's I'm just, that much of a college. Guy. Yeah, it just doesn't really feel the same. Like college game, like I, I can watch, I can go from channel to channel to channel from afternoon all the way to night, no matter who it is. It's just, it's just a different atmosphere. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's gonna be way different when they realign all those conferences. Yeah, it'll be like Penn State versus Oregon. Geographically, some of this in shit. November or something. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like the games are gonna be different. Well, it's going to be a, a what are we going to have? A Eastern Conference, Mid East, Midwest, and West. I don't know how they're going yeah, to. Yeah, I don't 18, know how they're going to what, do that. Uh, with eighteen to twenty teams, or more twenty or more teams each conference. Yeah, I don't know. That's going to be wild. Mm-hmm. Like I said, geographically, some of this shit don't make sense. Yeah, it spreads all the way across. I don't like it, like USC is going to fly all the way across the country to play Maryland. It's okay for football, but imagine for like softball or right. some sport that doesn't make money. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's just a black hole. Right, right, right. And, and like, is your mom going to travel from California to Pen- to Rutgers to watch you play a softball game? Yeah, no. Are they going to be able to afford that? Geographically, yeah, some of it don't make yeah, sense. Yeah, it kind of sucks. But maybe it'll be a, maybe, like I said, maybe they'll realign all that shit. They'll almost have to. But it's a money game now. Mm-hmm. You would have to for that reasoning, for time zones probably a number of reasons that you'd want to set, set up some kind of alignment like that, but there's a lot of money in it. Right. Yeah. Um, Got to shout out Matthew Perry on this episode for sure because he died. Was it, Did that just happen yesterday, the Matthew Perry uh, thing? Today, I think. Or is it today? I, I think like this morning. Like last night? Last night, this morning. You know, I, like. Yeah, that's sad, man. I was just like two days ago, I was talking to my wife and I was like, we should watch Friends again. It's like, it's been, a, we watch Friends probably like every couple of years we'll watch it. I never did. I never, I've never watched an episode of Friends. Really? It's no. pretty good. We no. like, me and my wife didn't really like it until we watched it together the first time. It was on HBO Max or whatever. And we watched it the whole way. Is we that like, what it came on? We were like, damn, this shit's funny. It, I mean, that's what it's on right now. Oh, okay. I think before it was just on like network oh, regular TV, TV or whatever. Okay. But yeah, I never watched the episode of Friends. The little yeah, bit of it, I, so- I did like. I remember it was, it was like kind of corny to me. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, certainly and my, corny. And, my, and, and you know, and I'm like accurately described. Yeah, I mean, it's, <laughs> these motherfuckers is in, the point, where were man. they at in New York <laughs> City? New York City, yeah. These motherfuckers ain't got no black friends. They ain't got one. A Puerto Rican. That's fair. Dominican. Some? Ra- uh, Ross dates a black girl for a little while. Did he? Yeah. I, Aisha, I think it was Aisha Tyler. Okay. I didn't say Like I said, there was a show one years ago. But you're right. There could have been more black. Yeah, it could have been. Yeah, but there was a show. Uh, what was it? Nine oh two one oh. Uh Back in my day, I think his brother played in that shit. Luke Perry. Yeah, that's Baywatch, isn't it? Is it? Is that Baywatch? Nine oh two one oh, or is that? 
Beverly Hills 90210. Beverly, Beverly Hills 90210. Is that different than Baywatch? Yep. Yeah, very different. Baywatch. Yeah, Baywatch. very different. Baywatch came on at like, what, about 9 o'clock? Fucking David Hasselhoff. <laughs> that shit was, what, like, soft. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, soft porn. I've never shit. even, I don't, I've never seen Baywatch. Never watched Baywatch? Uh, that was before my time. It was way before my time. I watched it. I know who David Hasselhoff is. But I know who He's David. Probably, well, I know who David Pam Anderson. Pam Anderson. Anderson. In uh, her prime. Yeah, I know who she is. Dude. Who else? Uh, wasn't there another? Uh, Carmen Electra, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, there was another model chick. Yeah, see, I can't even really picture what. Yeah, Carmen man, Electra there was some. There like. was some. There was. They had some dames in that show, man. David Hasselhoff, I mostly know because of SpongeBob. He was in an episode of SpongeBob. <laughs> okay, I'm going. I'm. A, I'm gonna take you back to Knight Rider. Knight yeah. Rider. I, I'm, that's, that's, I'm familiar with that's Knight where Rider. I go back to with the Hulk. He was Michael Knight, man. Michael Knight. With the motherfucker. That was a TA, wasn't it? Like an 83, 84 TA. But yeah, so we're pretty we're pretty sad about Matthew Perry. So we started yeah. watching Friends Again today, but now it just like makes me sad. And he was like the funniest part of that show too. So he's popping in like every ten seconds with a one liner and just like making me sad now. Well, I think he was even a stand up comedian, wasn't he? Am I wrong? Probably. I guess he dated yeah, Julia he Roberts for a while. Yeah, yeah, man. Oh, boy, lay some wood, man. He was laying <laughs> wood, dog. Yeah, he was popular, man. I mean, shit. I like can't think of any you, movies that he was in, but I'm sure he was in He something. was in uh, uh, Bruce Willis, the joint with Bruce Willis, the whole yeah. nine yards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that shit yeah, was yeah, dope. Yeah, I, yards, yeah. I, I'll watch that shit right now. Yeah, that was a, yeah. that was a funny movie. That's the only one I can really remember him in, though. Yeah, he's in that one. I'm, it's I, it's I, tough when you're so successful in a sitcom. To not be typecasted, like yeah, yeah, you got to play that part. You got to be that guy. For and people everything. not to picture you. That, oh, that's just him. I'm pretty so. sure, bro, was a stand up comedian. I could be wrong, man. You looking that up? Uh, well, I'm looking up. I think he shit was about a, how he died. I think right he now. was a comedian. It said it was a drowning when I saw it. Whitney yeah. Houston, who all drowned? Uh, you know, well, what I'm they saying? found him in his hot tub. So like they, Whitney Houston. So like they think it was drowning, but they're uh, not. Whitney Houston's daughter drowned in a hot tub. They haven't done an autopsy just yet. Who else? Yeah, I know I'm missing a couple. They all drowned. It was all mm. hot tubs. Yeah, but he was only like he was only 54. Not old at all. Uh. Uh-uh. Not old at all. Dude could have he could have had another 54 years easy, man. Easy, easy. And so yeah, uh, no drugs found at the scene. No paraphernalia or anything like that. Somebody cleaned up, uh, but right. there were prescription you know medications. That's all you need. Which are that's just all you bad. need. That's it, right there. I mean, that's it, right there. There's no drugs, just some prescription, just some prescription drugs. pills. <laughs> and, 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 and it's fucked up. They can say that because that's a fucking all. doctor gave it to him. That yeah, and you know it says mean? probably it, it probably says on the, the bottle, table. "Don't sit in the hot tub while you're doped you know up on this shit." Too. water, I know it says it at the YMCA that you ain't supposed to do that shit. Like if you're on some pills or some kind of drugs, don't come sit in this damn sauna. Cause you don't sit in the hot tub. You're halfway passing out anyway, motherfucker. Shit. Never did. I never could take a fucking sauna, let alone be. I love that on some shit in that motherfucker. I love saunas, man. Felt like I fucking I'm about to pass out in this motherfucker. That's fucked up. Fifty four years old, prescription pills. We'll say, no drugs. Fifty four, man. That's young as shit. Oh, okay, I'm I'm reading about him now. So he's the son of John Bennett Perry and Suzanne Marie Langford, who was the press secretary for Canadian Prime Minister Pierre Trudeau. Oh shit. Uh, he grew up between Canada and Los Angeles after his parents separated when he was one. So his mom lived in Canada and his dad lived in L.A. So he just went back. Dual citizen, huh? 
Yeah. Uh, he got his start as a child actor with the with guest spots on Charles in Charge and Beverly Hills 90210. I don't remember that. I remember Charles in Charge. Scott uh, Bayo and shit. And in the eighties, he played opposite Chachi. River. He he played opposite River Phoenix in the film A Night in the Life of Jimmy Reardon. I ain't watched that shit. I've never heard of. Uh, his big break came when he was cast on Friends. Where is this from? This is from the Los Angeles Times, by the way. Not a comedian, huh? I was wrong. Uh, well, I mean, he could. I don't know. He could have been. He was funny. I wouldn't yeah, be surprised his, if he has a comedy special. Comedic actor. Because the Bruce Willis shit was funny the whole nine yards. I think they did a part two to that. Even. Oh, yeah, here we go. Uh, he was attached to major stars like Julia Roberts appearing in films such as Fools Rush In with Selma Hayek. I ain't seen it. Uh, I like that movie. And a 2000 like comedy, The Whole Nine Yards, with Bruce Willis. There we go. And Bruce Willis was in Friends a couple times, too. And so was Julia Roberts. Word. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, and then the rest is talking about his lifetime struggle with... Yes, he had a lifetime struggle with addiction to alcohol and opioids. So, well, they're, like, what kind of prescription drugs? Opioids what in kind his of prescription room. drugs were they? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so he, had, you, you, he had his first drink at 14, but didn't recognize the signs of alcoholism until 21. He estimated he spent more than $7 million on rehab and stuff. Damn! Yeah. Uh, his substance abuse led to a series of health issues, including a five-month hospitalization in 2018 following a colon rupture. That left him with a 2% chance to live. Hey, he was kind of fucked up. Did you see the interviews with him uh, like recently? He was like, you yeah, he was fucked up looking. It, looked, it seemed like he had a stroke. Like you could barely understand what he, he was, was saying and stuff. Looking. Yeah, so he got, yeah, he was pretty fucked up. Damn, is colon ruptured from doing dope or shit? How does that happen? <laughs> what makes that know. happen? Well, I guess he had a, um, he talked about having a pretty bad cocaine problem too, I think. I don't know if that does something to your colon or yeah, not. Yeah, cocaine will fuck you up. But yeah, it'll, it'll fuck you up. Yeah, cocaine will fuck you up. I know heroin won't let you. I, I used to hear dudes in the penitentiary how they ain't piss or shit, couldn't even spit, couldn't cry in like weeks and shit. Because heroin will shut all your shit down you know, where you can't shit or piss or nothing like that. Man. Yeah, man. So that's that's sad. We're pretty Damn. We're pretty sad about that in my house. Addiction's a motherfucker, man. Yeah, for real. It's a lifelong fight after that shit. Mm-hmm. I couldn't imagine. Mm-hmm. I feel for anybody. Some of the best people I've ever met, though, had addictions, though. I've never judged anybody for that yeah. shit. Well, and people get addicted to all kinds of different so shit. All kinds of shit. People are addicted to gambling. I know more addicts than not. They just yeah. It just depends on what they're addicted to. Like, I mean, people, like, they can be some of the great, greatest. I mean, shit, I've had yeah. addicts fucking hide me out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I've had them fucking feeding me while I was on the run and shit. You know what I mean? Great fucking people. They're all you know, different. They, just, they all different. They just Somebody puts a dip of chew in their lip. You know, mm-hmm. they got to have that. Yeah. They got to have that. Yeah, I mean, people are addicted to their phones. Yeah. The weight room. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fishing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can definitely go yeah. overboard on fishing. Yeah, I mean, fishing, that might not be it, but nobody gets hurt if you Madden, fish too much. Playing too much Madden, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, for real. Okay. Okay. I'm Social addicted media, to 2K yeah. right now. Yeah. Like, that's my rush right now, bro. Yeah. Vaping. I believe it. Yeah. Fucking. That's those damn vapes, man. Fucking oh man, them fucking things, man. We're we're probably all low level addicted to our phones. Yeah. Just societal standards are so low of expectations for that. It's like mm-hmm. to the norm. I asked a, a therapist what he thought was an acceptable screen time amount for my kids, and he said between three to four hours a day. Seems like a like, lot. Seems like a lot to say that's acceptable. That does seem like a lot. He said over four is detrimental. Whoa, like mm. in other words, damaging. Damaging, yeah. 
Like no matter what. Yeah, that's that's double what I've read for anything else. Everybody else says one to two. Like what if they're watching four hours of David Attenborough nature documentary? Okay, that what, what, as well. As I'm, far I'm as more like, concerned with just a small phone right in front of their eyes, right, causing eye issues, neck. You know what I mean? Like yeah, for real. Four yeah. hours of that. I mean, because even even yeah. before we even get into the content. Just the physical act of staring at a phone screen I for four you. hours a day. Yeah, 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 yeah. That definitely can be Just the physical yeah. ramifications of doing that for that extended amount of time. Before you even get to the content that's downloaded in your kid's brain, yeah, right. you're sure. probably not sure. monitoring that four hours. You know what I mean? Like, How can you? might you? scroll through what the videos are, but you're not really monitoring what they're... Well, some of those for kids videos on YouTube are fucking pretty weird, creepy, man. man. Anything. <sighs> that's why we had to watch six hours of weird videos in two hours of like looking out for like sex offender type yeah, man, that, that, for coaching. Whoa. We had to watch a two hour video. I was up till four in the morning watching that shit. Like, wow. I, like, because you know, anybody it targeting it, it kids has, about it anything. has you on a heightened sense of security for it. You know, me well, dude, already. I mean, that shit happened. One of the, a dude I knew in the Marine Corps, I wasn't friends with this dude by any means, but it was like, like you can tell when people are weird, you know, right? like, I'm like, man, he was a, he was a sergeant when we were all lance corporals and shit. So we're just like, we didn't really like mingle, but we're like, man, sergeant, you know, so and so is just kind of fucking weird. And when he got out, he went to like, within a couple of years, he was in jail for fucking molesting the kids on his little league team. Like, mm. like yeah, that shit, unfortunately, happens all the time. And it's just like, for somebody like that, it's such an easy like. Yeah, you got that. What's well, your, your target yeah, market? Like, yeah, like it's you, an easy yeah. thing to get into, and like especially like, oh, I was just, I just got out of the Marine Corps, and I'm an upstanding citizen, and like, there's no reason for them to not let me coach, and nobody's gonna think this is weird at all. Or you've been doing this for years and just never been caught. Yeah, it's that's yeah. So like, and then because of people like that, you got to sit at your house and watch two hours of videos about not molesting kids. And like it's it like, was real shit, but it's good because yeah, it's, that is some funny stuff. Any, yeah. You know, anybody trying to. Take kids aside, like having a, too many one-on-one conversations. Like, why are you here? Yeah, you don't have any kids. Like, you know, it, 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 you're here every day. What, what the fuck is up, bro? Mm-hmm. Like I said, it had it, it, at least at least me. It had me on a heightened sense of security for that shit. Yeah. Well, some people are like oblivious to it, and that's the thing. YouTube's not going to show this video to anybody. By the that's way, the once you start talking about this stuff, but. It is important to talk about. But. It is. It's important enough that it's one third of what I have to watch to be a youth football coach. Yeah, you know what I'm exactly. saying? One well, third yeah, of important. a six hour video. That was most of it. It's important for people to know what they're what you need to be looking for. But and like some people are just like completely oblivious to it. Like your uh your neighbors over there who just let their kids run around in the streets like butt ass naked. It's like I swear they came off of a compound. Kinda weird. Like a real compound where they just Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is the first time they've ever had a human like <laughs> I hate to say human but human interaction. Yeah, like you got fifty year old dudes like slow rolling by their house. Like, you know what I'm saying? Staring at their naked kids. Like, like shit. My, my parents did foster care work when I was growing up. I saw some pretty awful things. You know, mm-hmm. especially yeah. in kids that in my class. Like was ate lunch with me at lunch. Was at our house later that night. It came out I'm not gonna say anything specific, but no, just came out the parents. Yeah, monetizing seen, the the, the stuff. You see, that's what's fucked up. It's always like the parents, the uncle, the somebody who like. Sometimes it is like the little league coach or whatever, but more often than not, it's like. 
their own family doing shit to them. It's right. Just, well, it's always somebody in the motherfucking fucked know. up. And that's like what we were talking about before, like how people act now when there's digital records of everything you do. Like how are people acting in the 1700s and shit? Like we were we were talking about murder before the show, but outside of murder, like people were doing way worse stuff to each other. Probably. There's, I mean, there's a percentage of American children that get molested every year. I don't know what that is, but there's a percentage. I mean, and think about probably, the ramifications of probably of, way too fucking high, way too high. And think about the, you know, the the side effects that come with that. Mm. With a with a percentage of the youth getting abused by adults, mm-hmm. what does that turn those kids into? You know, how how does that affect and scope their futures? Mm. Well, shit. I mean, they ain't even opened the can of worms on this. This recent mass shooting, this fucker, you know what I mean? They just found him dead. I yeah. mean, you know, what 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 led him to do the evil that he did? Well, I just saw an article about how they, uh, I guess they checked on that dude a little bit ago because they were worried he was going to snap. And See, then why it, is it always that? And then like, he snapped We had anyway. him on the radar, and then you wait till it's too fucking late. Well, I mean, like, what are they going to do? They can't arrest you because they they think you might do something, you know? There's a, pr- there's a presidential candidate, Vivek Ramishway. I don't know if you know who that is. Right. He's talking about... Like, if he gets in at president, he wants to be able to in, in implement that where the family can sign over and you are forcibly taken into a mental health facility or something like that into it's effect. Like, a, like, if you think this dude is crazy, it's yo, like a, yo, it's like yeah. a slippery slope. Cause it, oh, like, it is. It Uncle is. Over like, here ain't acting well, right. So. I mean, and that's good. It's good in theory, but you think there's aren't families out there that'll like get pissed at one person and be like, let's all sign this paper and get this dude fucking committed. Yep. The rich uncle, huh? <laughs> the rich uncle going crazy, y'all. Let's get him out of here. Yeah, yeah. That type yeah well, yeah, yeah, shit like that, too. That like, for sure. Like, oh, yeah, hey, I think grandpa might be crazy. Like, let's put him in this fucking facility. But me, I'm not the smartest motherfucker in the world, but I consider my, myself an intelligent individual. My judge of character is pretty A1. You know, growing up the way I had to grow up, Seeing the shit that I've been in, if I'm a gun store owner and a motherfucker, I think we've even discussed this. And you gotta, you gotta know, you gotta be able to know. You, you, you sell firearms. If a motherfucker come in here all googly eyed and a little squiggly, hey, I'm gonna do all I can to not let you walk out of here with this motherfucker today because you ain't looking right, homeboy. You gotta hey, be able. If, if a bartender is expected to be cognizant of the amount of drinks they serve to their customers at the bar. The gun store owners should be somewhat cognizant of that, you know, not just look at it like a business. It sh- shouldn't be for profit. Right. Gun like, sales why do you want this profit. right now? Why do you want this and this much ammo right now? Why Why right now? You know, that that should be a red flag right there. Like I said, you, you, you should you should be able to know. I mean, I more know, classes, man. more classes, more classes. Mm-hmm. More, at more least steps. a process to where, hey, let me check you out. Make yeah. sure everything checks out. Come back and we'll we'll make that happen. Yeah, more classes is good. That's my problem with this constitutional carry. This is like they got rid of the, yeah they got they rid did. of the concealed carry permit, but like all you did was get rid of the part where you teach people when they're allowed to pull their gun. That's out. it. Well, well, I think if they wanted to get rid of the fucking fee. Yeah. Well, right. Well, I mean, what? Uh, yeah, that I mean, probably th- that too. But th- I mean, they put people out of business like yeah. that too. So yeah, I think the whole mass shooting epidemic is mainly sourced around people on w- little white pills. I mean, almost every single one of yeah, those per- that's a big problem too. You know what I mean? When we have a percentage of youth, young kids, it's usually young kids. This is an old dude in this situation, but when you put so many people on those mind-altering drugs, mm. and then 
take them off. Don't give it to them for three or four days. You know, it lacks par- that the mental side of it. And then if those kids have yeah, access to guns. That's what's fucked up, too, is, like, not having the pill for a day or two can completely go all your shit or, like, well, that's, really fuck you up. Like, my one of my close. best friends killed himself a couple years ago, and he killed himself, like, I guess it was a few days after they switched his pills. Yeah. Like, he was on a certain set of pills for a long time, and then they switched him, and then a few days later, he fucking killed himself. So it's like... I believe it. I believe it 100%. Man, like you, get it, you get this, like, you get this chemical concoction, and then bang, you... And he was, like... I mean, like like one or two pills for different stuff. Like I'm on a I'm on an antidepressant and I have a blood pr- pressure medication. Like that's one thing. But I mean, this dude was on six or seven different medications for sure. Like they got got you on uppers to make you feel better, but then you got downers for when you feel too good and your uppers are working too much. So yeah, you got got to come back down. Yeah, and then there's pain. Your body. Like, Leading you, back to you Matthew have a bad Perry. Back. <laughs> yeah, right. Like leading back to that. Like this dude was on. He was on muscle relaxers. He was on painkillers. He was on antipsychotics. He was on antidepressants. He was, and then he also had a drinking problem on top of all of it. So it's like that's too much. That's why I don't drink anymore. It's like I used to have a drinking problem, and I know way too many people that have drinking problems. My dad's side of the family all has, I mean, not all of them, but a lot of them have a pretty bad drinking problem. Yeah, I think, I, think I like, talked about it here before. I didn't drink for the first time until the night, until the day I turned 21. Hmm. My parents mm-hmm. owned a bar. And my, I remember my dad getting to me so fucked up that I didn't drink again for another 11 years. <laughs> That's a good <laughs> he did. He did you right. He man. did it's, me right. He got. It sounds me right. like because uh, dude, it's like it's fucked up how normal it is. They like, oh, I come home every day and I have six beers. Uh, or oh like, man, I just or and, wake up and, in the morning and it's right on your nightstand. And, oh man. Well, and doing it on top of like I'm on opiates and I'm on antidepressants on and bottle. I'm on <laughs> painkillers and I'm on being stimulants. a teenager. I made a lot of mistakes yeah. in my teenage years. Were right around alcohol. Uh-huh. It was just because of that. Yeah, and it's There's like no excuse, but you know what I mean. Like, yeah, and it's just it's the most readily, readily how, available. How old were you when you took your first drink? Fourteen, you said. Oh shoot, probably 13, 13. 14, something like that. And then About just you, I didn't start drinking until I was in the Marine Corps. Oh, word. So you were yeah. a late bloomer like me. Okay. Yeah, because I just wasn't like. My but parents, then you went hard though because well, yeah, you yeah, were I in did, the Marine Corps. I did, but like my parents didn't like. I don't know. They didn't really make it a thing. You know, like when I was in high school, my mom was always like. Like, oh, hey, I know kids your age drink, and if you ever need a ride home, just call me or whatever. They didn't make it, like, this big, like, if I catch you drinking, you're fucked thing. So there was no, like, I wasn't really that attracted to it. They didn't you know? put a stigma on it Yeah, it wasn't, like, this you. big, it wasn't this big, weird, like. Oh, no, they got you. <laughs> it wasn't this big, weird taboo thing, and, like, I wasn't that into it. And mom's like, oh, if you ever need a ride, you can get me. And I'm like, mom, I don't think you got to worry about it, because, like. I, I don't do that shit. Like, I'm usually the one driving. I'm usually, like, like I'll make sure that my friends aren't driving drunk, usually, before I drink okay where I, I came from we would drink and drive that's what we did small it's called road trip right, right. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah i have uh, a friend that got killed by cruise. a train killed uh, by a train one friend tried to scoot through the tracks he tried to do the same they were both drunk closed casket yeah that shit's that shit's weird too and it's it's like a it's kind of like a small town thing too i uh one of my friends in the marine corps is from lomita texas it's like a tiny tiny town and uh there was one lead block where I wasn't going home, and he's like, oh, I'm driving back to Texas. You want to come with me? And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll roll with you, dude. So we went back to Lamita, and it's like there's a high school, and then there's some houses around it, and then, like, that's that's it. So I'm like, I'm like, what do you like? What do? You do? He's like, oh, we go buy beer, and then we just drive around and drink our beer. <laughs> and I'm like, 
like drive around where? And he's like, oh, just like in a circle. And I'm like, what? You could just like park and <laughs> I mean, you know, like, get out. Like, like you know, you could you could park somewhere. He's like, no, it's it's more fun to drive. So road just, tripping, right? So they just drive around this drive around this little town in this circle. It's just booze cruising. Yeah, yeah, that's something in the city that we wouldn't like. Yo, we gotta go park and drink this. Yeah, which whatever. And my wife, her family's from Mexico, so some, she goes down to Mexico sometimes. And like, I'm like, oh, what are you guys gonna do today? It's like, oh, I think we're gonna drive around. <laughs> In a circle and drink. Like <laughs> <laughs> Booze crew. Yeah, like, 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 so, sometimes you got to find stuff to do. Sometimes you got to make your own fun, <laughs> and I get it. But it's just like, I don't know. I'm going to get on my weed soapbox, and, it, and it, I'm going to spin myself into a weed soapbox again. But it's like, why Why can I go Why can I go buy seven handles of Captain Morgan and go drink three of them and get in my car and drive around? But if I have a joint, it's... A huge fucking deal. Well, how how long ago was it that it was illegal for that? Right. For to drink? To drink. Uh, would, prohibition. Would we, no, we looked it up. What was that? The 70s? Years. That video you showed me? Was that Which you? Which one? Where the, oh, where the people were driving around, where they made it illegal? Oh, yeah. That was the 70s. The yeah. 70s. It was, when they, uh, it was like Texas when they made it illegal to drink and drive. And they're walking around interviewing people. And they're like, I'm an American. I'm fucking pissed. Right. Like, <laughs> like, this is America. He's, like, he's like, you're telling me I get off work and I can't crack open a beer on my way home? Like, yeah. Like, this was real shit, man. Fucking yeah, pissed. so I imagine. I remember the early, mid-80s, maybe. You had to go on the outskirts of Lincoln to buy your alcohol. Like you couldn't get and it. Not on in Sundays. Town, not on Sundays and shit. And I'm like, yeah, I remember that yeah. shit. But I I'm trying to think here as I talk. I don't remember I don't remember it like shit being fun. You know what I mean? Where alcohol was involved with me. Yeah. I remember it being fun. Like we had a lot of fun in the Marine Corps. Like I mean, something always happened. Something was gonna happen. That's what I mean. Yeah. Something oh yeah. Happen. That that. Oh, something that bad always. Something was gonna happen. But that was like the exciting part. Dude, I, yeah. life changing, yeah, I I life changing <laughs> mistakes before the age of eighteen. Drunk. Mm-hmm. Way too drunk. For, yeah. Before the age of eighteen, that that stuff is like really really bad. Yes. yes. Like you're making mistakes that are gonna affect you for like life change. When you're when you're like, you're twenty two and you're just being a fucking dickhead like. It's a little different, I guess. But yeah, I was yeah, 22 like, being a fucking dickhead. Like, I'll call, I'll call yeah. out here ruining people's lives by the time they're nine. So That's why I don't drink ENJ. Mm. I tell the motherfuckers all the time, man, I shot two motherfuckers drinking that shit. <laughs> shit. <laughs> I will never, was, ever. I can't even yeah, smell that always, shit, bro. There always was some shit about to pop off. When Irk and jerk, drunk, man. Buddy. What is that mm. shit? You should, you should, Brandy. instead of being 21, you should have to be 51 to buy in. You should have to be 51. <laughs> 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 they, they should just up that shit, dog. You, you 51, motherfucker? Nah, you got 30 some years to go before you can buy a bottle of ENJ. <laughs> I don't even know if I've ever even laid eyes on a bottle of E and J in that many years, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, alcohol was like really easy to get addicted to. Dude. Like I got to the point where I was, I was in the Marine Corps. I was taking shots when I woke up before I'd go to work. I was drunk, rifle qualling, like, <laughs> like drunk off my fucking ass. Like oh, I, shit. I finished rifle qualling and I went and crawled in the back of a Humvee and made one of the docs give me an IV because I was like about to pass out. So I'd, would you say I'd been up drinking until four in the morning? Functional? And, like, you were functional with it? I mean, high functioning. Yeah, man. Like my son has an extensive whiskey collection and like fine whiskey and cognacs and, and single malts, like a big bookshelf that he built. He's, he's 22. He's 22. 
just as a collector. I'm sure he drinks more than what he needs to. It's kind of a casual. I don't like. Ca- yeah. I don't like the casualness of it at that young of an age. Like mm-hmm. he's he's already kind of settled into the. This is my work for the day. I come home. I have a couple of whiskeys. Yeah, he's got a little sitting area, you know, where he, with his fine whiskeys. You know, he <laughs> makes good money. He does. He, he makes good choices. Yeah. He can enjoy I mean, that's the not fruits. too bad. Come home and come home and just relax a little bit, unwind. But I had a friend like house. that too, and he went to the. He went to the hospital, and the doctor's like, "Hey, you need to stop drinking. Like, you can never drink again." Well, the casualness of it, you right. know, it can it can certainly turn into a dependency after a certain amount of time, and, and, like you, and then you just yeah. keep doing a little bit more. Well, yeah, your body I mean, acclimates, you, and it goes from two to three to yeah. You get used to having your two whiskeys every day, and all of a sudden, if you can't have your two whiskeys, you're pissed. Yeah, yeah, something. Yeah. You know, it. It. I told him when I okay when I was his age, I got a, I got a homeboy. We used to drive down listening to. Um, Caribbean music or like give me the light whatever that is give beating me the in, light and start beating the in the back of the truck we had we had drinks and it was he told me you know if you can't afford Hen- Hennessy and Heineken just don't drink you know what I mean don't yeah. drink and it, it went from that to years later and dude was drinking bush light at seven o'clock in the morning yeah. Woo. chasing got a, got a chasing <laughs> chasing fireball <laughs> shots going to work hard labor rock gut in yeah. the morning you know what i mean and like it, it all starts cool that's why you know that's kind of the point and, and then if you if you're doing that when you're 45 or 50 then it just turns ugly yeah you're not right? in, you're knocking precious minutes hours days months years off of your life it always turns ugly man when yeah. you you know yeah, and everything yeah, you do true. when you're when you're younger, <laughs> you're still trying to do it when you're older. That's like true. people I mean, just it, look at you like you got a problem. It depends on the person too, you know. Like I've met people that can have they just have one like one whiskey double with dinner every day, and they don't even get drunk. They just actually enjoy how whiskey tastes for some reason with then, a steak. Yeah, and they're and they're fine. Like I've known dudes like that, and I've known dudes that if they have a sip of whiskey, they're gonna drink that entire bottle, and you're not gonna be friends with them the next day, and somebody's bleeding. <laughs> And somebody's car probably got lit on fire. Two different and guys. And some of them, like, some dudes, like, they just legitimately like how it tastes and they don't even want to get drunk. What, what's that called? The ability to not overindulge? Discipline. Not, discipline. Just yeah. having the discipline yeah, not to, it's it's rare. Yeah. Discipline. It's rare. People mm-hmm. often don't have that discipline. Well, and that's how, like, alcohol companies, tobacco companies, that's how they make their money is off people that don't have it. I don't know. Budweiser's yeah, Budweiser is stoked when they see a homeless dude on the street like slamming Budweisers. I know it. Oh yeah. Oh well, yeah. Like, yeah. oh, that dude spent. He had to go collect his little change. That dude spent all of the money he had yeah, on yeah, Budweiser. He had to go collect his change to go get that. Yeah. Yeah, like, I don't know. Grey Goose isn't losing any sleep over people getting too fucking drunk off their vodka. Nah. That shit's expensive as fuck, too. And it just don't taste good. Yeah. Like a motherfucker get a drink like, "Man, that tastes like juice." No, it don't. Yeah, and I just, <laughs> it I tastes like got, some juice with some shit in it. I kind of got to the point of like, what's it even gonna do for me except make me feel like shit? Kind of, you know, that or uh, yeah. Like I started smoking medicinally. When I say it's medicinal now, my wife thinks that she laughs like it's. She thinks I'm kidding. Can <laughs> like I kind of like I kind of am, but it, but, the, but like it really did. Yeah, That's yeah, how yeah, it started. Yeah, like I it really you. did. I feel like, you. Like, every time I go in the VA, they try to give me a bunch of pills, and I'm like, I don't think I need to do that. I think I could probably just, I think I could probably just smoke. Well, there's probably 50-50 to say it isn't healing, and then there's the other 50 to say there it is. But I, myself, I've been smoking shit. 
I'll be 48. So I've been smoking shit damn near since I was 20. First time I hit a joint, I was in a county jail. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I got to have some more of that. <laughs> so I've been smoking that long. Where I used to smoke every day, all day. Like before, before the little cigarellos, you know, these, this size right here, there was a, uh, what was it, a Swisher Sweet Perfecto. This motherfucker was bigger than your thumb. Probably about <laughs> that long. You got to put a whole eighth in this motherfucker. Like you wasn't, couldn't put a little bit of weed in this. So we smoking big, dumbass Perfecto blunts and shit all day, every day for years, just excessively. It got to the point where I don't think I was getting high no more, and I had to, you know, find, you know, bigger and better weed. Yeah, see, well, even that, like, even, like, the harmless stuff, like, weed you can't get addicted to or whatever, some people can, man. I mean, yeah, (laughs) uh, yeah, mm, yeah. Some some people can get addicted. You can get addicted to being addicted. Right, yeah. If if nothing else. If nothing else about it, you can just get used to having that, and you're going to be a... The motions, the motions of it, you know, going to, you know, playing the cat and mouse, going to get it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just I guess I was addicted some, to just that. Just because something isn't addictive doesn't mean you can't be addicted. Well, to and it, you know, like it. the motherfuckers eating laundry detergent and shit. <laughs> like my strange addiction. You ever watch that? Yeah, that's yeah. like chewing, chewing pennies and nails and shit. Yeah, like people get addicted to that. People get addicted to water. Yeah, I was addicted to the whole motion, you know, of of you know the whole game of everything involved in it. More more than smoking the weed. Mm-hmm. But now I'm at a level where. I can wake up in the morning, you know, I'll smoke a little bit and I can go through my whole day. I, I go, I, I operate business. I, I see people I, and then not smoke again until at night. So medicinally yeah. using it medicinally. So I understand. I mean, exactly. well, and that's the exact same way somebody would drink if they were, you know, if they were having a couple beers or whatever, like I'm not drinking while I'm cutting hair, but I have a couple beers after work. Like it's the exact same thing. If it costs you something in life, there you go. I got a buddy. He's yeah, addicted yeah. to walleye fishing. I'm not even joking. He'll drive across the state on a whim on a Saturday, tell his wife, watch the five kids. Oh, see, I'm leaving for the weekend. That's a problem. They, but they got balance. She gets, you know, <laughs> that's bay. That's a problem. But, but he's going to go stand for like almost 24 to 48 hours straight, no sleep over the weekend trying to chase the state record. And he's gotten close. But like, and he's probably the best walleye fisherman that i know like you know he can catch he, he can go catch those damn things my favorite cut of fish but anyway addicted like i'm out of here yeah later mm-hmm. yeah later that's a good way can't, to think can't wait if can't wait for it if you're sac if you're sacrificing something else to do more of it and if it's costing it's pretty, you something yeah if it's costing you something you know I, I you know a lot of people can do things casually but if you know if it costs you things you gotta cut a deal with your wife to go the Scotts Bluff <laughs> to, to to this pond, you know. Well, if they have a deal, that's fine. But if his wife's like, "If you go fishing again, I'm fucking leaving you," uh, you know, then that's that's a pretty strong smear the fish. You know, like if like if your wife was like, "You need to quit smoking, or I'm out." Smear the fish, you know. Then you, maybe you'd have a problem. And if Janet was saying that to you, you'd have a bit pretty. I ain't big, I ain't gonna have no problem choosing problem. nothing between me and my wife. If she say stop that, I'm about to stop that. She <laughs> she got all the booty meat, man. <laughs> Hey, meatheads going to the gym, <laughs> yeah. like, you know, they're chasing that six pack. They're never going to get perfect. You know, mm-hmm. you'll never, you can get addicted to that mm-hmm. and that yeah. whole lifestyle and whatever protein shakes you're taking and all that shit. Yeah, that's true, man. Some people are just good at getting addicted to stuff for sure. And then you get people that will, they'll be an alcoholic or they'll be on heroin or whatever. And then they'll like, they'll start going to the gym or like 
they'll start going to church or whatever, and then they just move their addiction from the thing they were addicted to to something else. And now they're like, oh, I used to be on heroin, but now I'm the most jacked ex-heroin addict of all time, and I'm in the gym all day, every day. You want to try to take that addictive personality and use it for good Mm -hmm. as opposed to something Mm -hmm. negative for yourself. I mean, going to the gym is better than doing heroin for sure. Yeah. In that that shitty example, but (laughs) I mean... Is there a such thing as too much gym? I mean, yeah. There's a such thing as too much water. Yeah, have you heard about that? Uh, fuck, I don't even It'd be hard to get there, but... I don't even remember what it's called, but there's some shit you get from working out too much, and they told us they told us about it in the Marine Corps because every once in a while the dude would fucking... Because you get dudes who, like, they do their PT every day, and then they want to go home, and after work they'll go to the gym real hard, and they want to slay themselves, like, even extra, even though we spent the whole day in the field in the middle of the desert getting mm. fucked up. It's like, I think that's enough exercise, dog. But they'd be like, nope, it's not. I got to go get my lift in or whatever. Where your fucking body will just. So you have this. Um, I don't even know what it's called, but they the way you can tell is your piss gets like really, really like Coca Cola dark. And that means. Definitely dehydrated. Yeah. Well, and that means like your muscles are excreting some shit they're not supposed to excrete so, because you worked yeah, them too yeah. hard. But yeah, you can. You, work, you can work out too much and it'll like, you fucking die. Whoever said a little hard work wouldn't kill you. Has never worked hard because you can certainly <laughs> kill yourself. I've had I mean, yeah, several days on a roof in the I mean, middle had, of summer carrying yeah. shing- bundles of shingles up that ladder two story. Like, yeah, I had days yeah. where I'm like, I'm if I'm I don't stop, I'm about to black the fuck out. Mm-hmm. See, that's where I be- that's that's well, I've always fucked with the Clippers, but I finally that's why I finally decided like I can't do at I think I was thirty in my early thirties. I thought I had a fucking back problem. And that's when I made the decision, like, I can't keep damaging my body. I can't keep doing this. I have to make a career change. And I'm glad I did. Oh, yeah. Rab- rabdo. But even... Rhabdomyolysis, a rare condition that occurs when muscle cells burst and leak their contents into your bloodstream. Mm. Rhabdomyolysis. Yeah. So there you go. But even, even your... I, I know a lot of... Uh, People that, that cut hair that have had to have a carpal tunnel yeah. surgery and stuff like that that don't know how to heal it right and there's there's always a negative to some you know mm-hmm. what I mean using your hands. I had a piece of rebar go through my arm years ago, so man, I got a million dollar. Mm. I'm, I'm rebuilt right there, so <laughs> if I start knocking motherfuckers out with my left hand, boy, I'm going through their whole head. Uh. So left hand's good. <laughs> yeah, man, and I don't know. As you get older, you got to be careful. Yeah, you definitely got to be careful. careful. Like, if I was trying to, if I was still drinking and I was trying to drink like I was in the Marine Corps when I was 21, I'd probably die. And see, and that's what I was even talking about earlier before we uh, got on the hot mic. It was just, I I think I'm one of these, I'm at the, I'm almost 50, man. I want to, I want to re-challenge my body. Yeah. Well, I'm, uh, I'm talking to my wife a lot lately because like my back's, my back's been hurting and my knee's been hurting because I get disability and shit, you know, because my Marine Corps stuff. Right. So like my, I feel like my body's clock ticks faster. So I'm at like I'm at a point. It makes me feel kind of old because I'm at a point now where I'm like I want to I want to work out a lot, not even because of how it's gonna make me look at all, but exactly. because like I want to be able to walk exactly when I'm seventy. And That's I'm it. I'm starting to feel like if I don't start taking care of my shit, that like it's gonna be really hard. Like, for I ain't me trying to, to stretching. Yeah. Go to the mirror and flex yeah. or nothing like yeah, that. I need to yeah, start. Yeah. I need to start doing some yoga. I gotta start. I need to start like deadlifting, make, keeping my back strong and stuff. Because me and my wife have even been talking about like not necessarily like ballroom dancing, but like dancing. That'd be fun. Yeah. I mean, that's just very <laughs> like it's very physically demanding. Yeah, that'd be fun. Like my, my body's already wrecked a little bit. Like my, I already have days where I need to lay on the couch because my back hurts and stuff. And like I don't even have kids yet, and I want to have kids. You know, 
Oh, got, from football, my body's wrecked. And yeah. before, I mean, even before football, mm-hmm. so and many like, injuries. That like, I, I don't want to be like ten years from now. I don't want to have a ten year old and be like, like, oh, hey, I would love to play catch with you or whatever, but my back hurts too bad. You know, like I'm just, I'm starting to think about stuff like that. Yeah, it's that time. Yeah, it's that time, and I figure like, you know, I'm still standing up straight. I mean, I'm still able to. Yeah, you gotta run you around. Gotta keep a it that bit. way. See, let me see. Let me see what's yeah. still left in the tank, man. And if I can get up over the hill again, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm gonna do it. That's why. That's why when we were coaching with the kids, I'd run out there on scout team and run quarterback or yeah. running back just for fun, just to push them and see see what I still got, just to push myself. Exactly. Just for fun. Yeah, that's a good idea, man. Let's see what I got. See what I got left in the tank, man. Like I said, I think I got a four four forty in me still, man. Let me train it up a little bit. We should train and run one next year with the, on when the we clock. run the combine the for the clock. kids, man. Yeah. I know I can still dunk. <laughs> you gotta give me a good run, but I know I can still dunk. I'll never lose that. I'm just springy like that. Springy. As long as I keep about one eighty. Under 180, yeah, I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you if I'm down in there. Oh, man. I didn't bring anything to talk about. Oh, we got some. We, we got enough time for like for like one more thing to talk about. Who we got? Bozzy sent us something, man. What do you ask us here? Yeah, that's all about me and you. We'll wait till we yeah, I guess we can wait on that. Yeah, we're not, I'm not make Justin sit here while we talk about me and you. <laughs> but thanks, Bozzy. Thanks for the... Damon yeah. sent me the stuff you sent him earlier about stuff for us to talk about, and I like it. Yeah, we'll get on that. We'll get on that. <laughs> Maybe we're just done. That was read, a good. That was a good talk. Maybe it's just over. Read, read. No, I was reading my son's text, man. Maybe dude, it's over. Shit. Dude had a flat tire, man. Damn. Oh no, shit. Yeah. That sucks, dude. That's like a that ruins your whole fucking day. It does. You're always like you. You always have somewhere to be, and you think you're gonna. You're like, I'm gonna go to work now, or like, I'm gonna go to that concert, or I'm gonna go see my girlfriend, like whatever the fuck you think you're doing that day. You get a flat tire, and you're not doing any of it. I got a nice floor jack in my truck. Yeah, nice one. My tire goes flat. I'll have that thing on and off in five minutes. (laughs) Still moving, man. Yeah, see, there's dudes like you, and then there's people out there that have no idea even how to how to do it. Right, 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 right. right. It's a lost art anymore, man. It's a lost art anymore. Yeah, there's dudes like you, and then there's dudes who don't even know they have one in their trunk. That was a class for us in high school. The floor in your trunk, you can actually pull that up, and you have a tire down there. Did you know that? And they're like, I had no idea. So many people. This lady, I helped. uh, Come change your tire the other day, probably a couple months ago. Got it, got the other tire off, everything went back, got the donut, donut, it's fucking flat. Yep. I'm like, okay, so what the hell we're we gonna do with this? Took that down there. They're like, We ain't we ain't fixing the donut. You gotta go buy a new one, but we'll fix it, we'll get you a tire. <laughs> so she ended up having to buy a brand new tire, put it on for her. Yeah, you'd be surprised with people. Like I said, that was a class for us in high school. Yeah. Where if your homie had old seventy nine Monte Carlo he was able to bring it to school. They had a go. I think they still got those overhead garages over at Lincoln High. You pull that old Monte Carlo in there, and it may take you from sophomore year to senior year to get that bitch running. But you're being graded on this. You know what I'm saying? They took that shit out of school. I'd love for my kids cool. to learn that. It would save them so much money just uh, to be a base level. 
Well, there's so much stuff that's just kind of like oil changes, changing your brake pads, all that kind of shit. That's pretty Changing easy, your man. tires. Yeah, all that shit. Changing the, a light in your... Whoa, whoa, well, for me. Yeah, the taillights and stuff. Freshman year. Actually, fresh. There's small engines. Then there were, they call it small engines. Then they call it big engines. Small engine was a class you had to take freshman year. Like lawnmowers and stuff you like that. You had to take that. away, Man, take apart so the lawnmower as a four-man four group, take it all apart, bare bones, put it back together, and make it run for like five minutes. That's good shit, man. That's people. Yeah. That's stuff people should know how to do, dude. Then you got to high school, you could take big engines. And that's when you got to the cars and like the real shit. But I, I'm about to... I'm about to flip because that is that is good shit and that is useful, but I would also argue that it's not anymore. Because now, if my lawnmower breaks, I'm just gonna go on YouTube and follow a step by step about it anyway. Like, there's no point. Never build a car on fucking YouTube. Like they do, man. It's like it's step by step. I fixed I fixed so much shit, dude. Where it's just it's some guy that looks like he's a great dad. (laughs) 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 Real life Tim Allen and shit. Like teaching me. I was in the Marine Corps. Like, how the fuck do I even tie a tie? I got some Indian dude. Like, this is how you tie a tie. I'm like, thanks, man. Like, I yeah, remember like, that lesson. I remember my dad choked yeah, the like, shit out of me with that tie. Like, God damn it, boy. <laughs> yeah, see, I just had some dude on the internet teach me, man. It, it worked out pretty good. So it's like anytime I need to do anything, like my uh, the washing machine breaks or something, I just type in what kind of washing machine I have, and there's always a video of some dude doing it. Build a so like empire on fucking YouTube. I don't know. Like, is it, but having a little experience ain't bad. No, it's, it's a not, base not level of not things. But then you get into the debate. Debate. I always see people posting like, you know, in schools. They should teach us about, you know, um, taxes and how to balance a checkbook and this yeah, and that and whatever. And I respect parts of that, but parts mm-hmm. of that comes down to parenting. Like right, your parents too. have a have a certain standard and expectation of what they should provide you as a child. Mm-hmm. You can't depend on the schools and the government to provide the knowledge that you need. Like you as a parent, or or your if you felt you didn't get enough of that, your parents mm-hmm. should have mm-hmm. taught you about credit. And how to file taxes and all that kind of shit. Yeah, it'd be nice to have it in school, but school yep. can't do everything. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah, they got a lot more shit to worry about mm-hmm. than that. Oh, especially dealing with the kids these days. These little fuckers are assholes, man. And oh, it makes me man. think, like, was that was I that much of a fucking little asshole? Probably, and I'm like, man. nah, I don't think I was. Probably. I, think I was everybody... a regular old bubblegum chewing ass little motherfucker, man. <laughs> I, don't know, I think everybody is, man. I am okay with. Uh, School can teach kids about sex ed and stuff. I'm fine with that. That worked well, out pretty well. Yeah, I'm alright. I mean, they're there eight hours out of the day. You know what I'm saying? Some people, that, some people think that's like a parent, like only parents should be. Doing, but I don't know that all every parent does it. How much sex ed? You know, where do you stop? My dad did. Not so much my mom. My dad did. Well, dad I mean, did. you don't need to be teaching them about like. Hookers, no, <laughs> like, no, don't, don't I do, agree. don't do no little boosy shit. <laughs> don't, don't, don't <laughs> do that. Like, <laughs> don't just take like, your son this is what sex is, and then here's, like, here's some options to do it safely. But the safest way is to not do it at all. That's like definitely the procreation side of it. Like yeah. a- all animals, right? You know what I mean? They should definitely know that side of it. Like they weren't sure, teaching us then. like, here's how you ask your friends to give you head. Or anything like that, but one, like they, like, they weren't teaching us like blowjobs were. One no. thing, one thing I remember, and you know, it didn't affect me, but they taught like toxic shock syndrome when a girl yeah. keeps a mm-hmm. tampon or so too much. About that. Imagine a young girl embarrassed to tell her dad or mom exactly. or whatever something's going on and just sticks something in there and leaves it for four days mm-hmm. because we didn't teach that mm-hmm. in health class. And that toxic shock thing—that's good for like 
what if I'm a single dad and I have a daughter? Yeah. Like, I like I need to know that shit. Like that yep. that came up not too long. My my wife was talking about something and I was like, oh yeah, you don't want to get toxic shock syndrome, and she was like, surprised. See, that, that's that's I've heard of it before, but. Back in the seventies and eighties, I don't think those existed. Yeah, because my wife went to Catholic school where they did not right teach you about it. She's right. like, "How do you know what toxic shock syndrome is?" But I had no idea what it was. Mm. Yeah, I'm from the public school I learned, system. I learned about it in school. Yeah, public school system. I think it was eighth grade. Uh, or uh, it was uh, really eighth grade for you. What yeah. grade were you in? I, well, I mean, the first time we cause we started learning about like puberty and stuff, probably in like. Fifth or sixth grade. Yeah, it was fifth and sixth, right? Yeah, yeah it was in a health class. Yeah. yeah, they cut off all the fifth and sixth graders in the school that day. The girls yeah. had the fifth and sixth grade girls went in one class, and fifth and sixth, fifth and sixth grade boys, we all went in one class. Mm-hmm. And we, and we watched all these. those videos. Probably, I bet we watched the same videos of it. Probably, I bet they were the same. Because I remember the shit. It was like seventies, like <laughs> yeah. animation and shit. Yeah, I remember. It wasn't any better when I when yeah, I watched mine. Probably it's was like, the same fucking. It's video. Like now you're gonna start growing some hair. I'm like, right, I was, dude. I was expecting like the way they the way they describe it to you. I'm expecting to be this like, I'm like, how much hair am I gonna grow? Because they're like, your body's gonna start changing. You're gonna start growing some hair. You're gonna start stinking. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm, I'm gonna turn into like a gorilla or something. Yeah, like, what? like how often does my dad shave? I just remember one day, man, going in the bathroom. I think I just talked about this with my son <laughs> the other like uh, a couple weeks ago or something. I just remember walking in the bathroom one day and it was there, dog. Yeah. Like, whoa. <laughs> like, goddamn. I remember waking up probably about 13, 14, looking in the mirror like, damn, I got some shit on my face. Uh-huh. Just like like the shit overnight. Yep. Yeah. And yeah, shit started changing. Like your voice is going to start cracking. I'm like, oh, I started, got two sons sucks. right in that phase right oh, now. Oh, yeah, you really? going through 13, it right 14, now. 13, 14, they're yeah, both yeah, yeah. getting hair. Stanking the younger shit. one, the it's younger one shaving, time, shaving his face when he comes over, you know, getting it all lathered up and shaving. Like he ain't got nothing to shave yet, but he's just doing it to like that's feel like he's growing or something, you know. <laughs> Taking skin off your face. It's like, like the worst, <laughs> most awkward time of your life is like 13 to 14. Really? And really 13 to probably 18. And I'm 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 talking to my son about it right now where like the depression thing is hard for me to deal with because mm-hmm. it wasn't a, it wasn't it wasn't a thing for me. Not to say it wasn't real or what. I just I just it's hard for me to understand. So I'm like, okay, let's talk our way through this shit. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to tell him, you have to remain busy. You have to reinvent yourself every day because that's your right. That's your passage from 13 to 18 years old. You you're not supposed to know. Mm-hmm. I just posted it the other day. You're not supposed to know what you think you you should. You're not supposed to. I saw that. You should be learning right now. But imagine how, how we perceive the world and the way that it is right now. Imagine being a kid that hasn't learned and trying to like. How could they not be depressed? Like with mm-hmm. COVID and wars everywhere. You know, so publicized and so you know even. And there's just things, there's just things, and that's and that's another thing I'm telling him, bro, that, son, there's just some shit you don't have to care about. You, there's shit you, can't. you ain't supposed to care about. I say that all the time. Like, there's stuff that I was not supposed to, like, I'm not, I was never intended to know what people in Japan are doing right now. Especially not at 13, but I could, 14, but I could, 15, I can pull up a live old. stream camera of downtown Tokyo whenever right. I want to. Like, I'm not supposed to know that. I'm not supposed to know about 
what's happening in Israel and Gaza and all that stuff outside of like reading about it in the paper. Like it's not supposed to be a constant like barrage of information about it in my face all day. Right. You don't have to. You, you don't. There's animals that I know exist that I was never supposed to know exist. But the, I do now. That land has been fought for millions of years or however many years of planet's been around and people have been around. I'm not a scientist, but that land there has been fought for so many times. Hmm. I'm not even going to talk about what's going on now, but like, can you imagine if people saw thousands of years ago when that land was being taken taken over, the video of what was happening? Mm-hmm. Like one one group of people just cutting the heads off of everybody. Well, yeah, dude, you know I, what I mean? Like, I don't know a ton about like Hamas or Islam or even Christianity for that matter, but like, or Judaism. I don't know a lot about any of it, but like, it's hard for me to believe that that's what like Jesus would be cool with this, or Muhammad would be cool with this, or I don't think so. God would be cool with this. Like, yeah, y'all all talking about the same. Or Moses. Let me go just go ahead and put it on the table. Y'all all talking about the same yeah. motherfucker. Like, it's just hard for me to believe that if if God is real, that He'd be like. Yeah, I want you to cut that other person's head off. All your books, all your scriptures, or y'all whatever. all talking about the same places, the same land, the same people. Yeah. The names in the story may have been changed a little bit. And, and, and not even like not even going as far as terrorism. I doubt I doubt God would be like, Yeah, you guys should fight That's over. That's more this about money. Land. Money and drugs. Right. right. Money yeah, and like, drugs. The, the, the root of both the legs, yeah, the legs of the body of well, evil. Well, think, think, I mean, we label them terrorists, but they're just enemies of the United States. But South America and Colombia, you know, the terror, they, they're labeled one of the highest terrorist groups in Afghanistan, the highest terrorist. Well, they were the number one exporters of cocaine and heroin. When also. it all boils down to nothing. You know what I'm saying? It's and, about and, something. And people are willing to kill people over some, a billion dollar industry. Yeah, they are. You know what I mean? And we were, are, as a country, willing to kill others so that we can control it <laughs> instead of someone else when it all boils down to nothing it's yeah, about so something that's what it's all about shit we'll never know yeah my wife was talking about um world war three and stuff the other day and like because she's on tiktok all the time and it's like constantly in her face so she's you know. legit actively worried about it and i was like i'm not worried about it because the world being destroyed whatever like that doesn't keep anybody rich like we so said, like, you're going to be king of the rough fucking rubble? Yeah, like, I'm not yeah. worried about it because... You're going to climb out of your hole to fire way, and brimstone? Yeah, because, like, the way stuff works right now is keeping rich people rich, and rich people will work really hard to make sure that they stay rich. And, so, uh, and, and see, and that's what I'm telling all the, the, the fearing people. Oh, it's good. They're, I'm like, man, first of all, it's too much money, real estate, and power mm-hmm. for somebody to say, hey, end it. Yeah. But everybody's like, tied in the world's with each getting, other. The world's getting way, way too enough. connected, like... Like, China has enough money in our market that if they pulled all the money out, it would crash it. And we have so much money in China's market that if we pulled our money out, it would crash it. And, like, nobody wants to do that. If Russia nukes us, we're nuking Russia. Like, I don't Nobody wants to do that. Yeah. It's just everything's so connected now. Nobody wants to do that. It's getting to the point where it barely even matters. But there's some people that it matters a lot. It does. In Russia right now, there's, there was some, allegedly, I don't, I'm not there, so I can't say, (laughs) but so I saw in some Russian airport, the, pro-Palestine people were searching for Jews to kill coming off the plane. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. Yeah, to some people, it's like everything. Some people, it's... That's why I said about you can't take certain people to the club. Like, Puffy should have known better than took Shine to the club. Mm. Some people, it is real. Everybody else is like, oh, you got a dress code. Like, yeah, whatever. It's because some motherfuckers, it's real. Some motherfuckers are really real, and some people right now, like, 
we're talking about the money side of it and the rich people are talking about the money side of it, but there's some guy in Hamas that is ready to die for that shit right now. Well, and just I mean, in the name of the religion of it. Yeah, and the other way. And I they just, take advantage uh, of those people. Yeah, what you were talking about reminded me of this, but did you see that uh, that landlord in Illinois that stabbed that kid because he's a Muslim? Hmm. Yeah, man. Awful. So, like, it goes both ways. It's not just, like... That battle's been going on forever. Like, it's not just Palestinians wanting no, to kill Jews. It's absolutely like, not. It goes both ways, and... Christianity's been just as bad in the past. And the Catholic Church is the big, biggest business in the whole world. Yeah, man. All tax exempt. Yep. A- a- Everywhere. Every, every one of their buildings are tax exempt. Manifest destiny. It's mm-hmm. their duty to spread the name of Christ financially and kill yeah. people. Yeah. It's that's what it got twisted and, into. Well, and like spreading the name of whoever you want to spread the name of, that's one thing, but like. Spreading the name and then killing somebody about it is like totally different. Yeah, totally you know, like, different. Like if you're like, oh hey, Jesus is cool, and I'm like, oh, I don't think so, but thanks. Men usually end and, up ruining everything. Like, <laughs> yeah, it could start as a beautiful thing, and then once people get involved, like historically, facts. Well, that's that's what I say all the time on the show, man. Is I don't, I really don't have a problem with religion. I have a problem with churches. Hmm. Yeah. Like, I don't have a problem with religion at all. Well, whoever, however you want to have a relationship with whatever you think created you, like, I got it, and it's awesome, and I love it. That's cool. But where it gets organized is where I start having a problem. And when it starts turning into, like, you need to believe what I believe the exact same way that I believe it, or you're not good enough to be in this church. And, you know, like, right. the guilt and the shame and, like... I was raised Catholic, but I, so, but I refuse yeah. to believe, like, all of India is going to go to hell. Right, all in, in, in according to that book, according to you know what I mean. Yeah, to think that, yeah. like, no, but even even take it further, all the good men and women, like this is a good human being, a good person, according to that text, you know what I mean. They're mm-hmm. they're bound to hell. Well, yeah. See, here's the I, I refuse to see, believe that side of it. Right. That's the that's the problem that I run into with Catholicism and stuff specifically because uh, our yeah. nephew's about to get baptized, right? And his mom went to the church to talk to the the priest or the father or whatever about getting baptized. And the dude went on this big rant about how before a baby's baptized, they're children of Satan. And if you don't baptize your baby, they're going to go to hell. The original sin. That fear. They're born with the that, original sin. Yeah. That fear. So like she walked out of this thing, like she was all, she walked in there like excited for baptism and stuff. And then this priest was just talking about how her baby's like the actual devil. And like she's not that excited about it anymore. You know? Oh man, yeah, it's that's like it's hard for me to be like that's abuse of power. That's that's well, yeah. It's hard for me to think God would look at a baby. Come on, and man. be like, and again, it would straight to hell. It's it's, it's yeah, the original sin that, that they're man. born with. The original sin that Christ dies for to to take that away from. Just, it's part of the. It just feels it's like part a, of the religion. It just feels like a control thing, right? Like yeah. like the second you're born, you owe me something. Just for being born, you already owe me something. Doesn't that seem kind of fucked up? Yeah, I don't think that's the way. You it know, is. like the second you're born, you owe something to somebody. I don't think that was the way it was laid out originally. Yeah, I don't. I know. don't. And if like, I don't know, Jesus already died for it, didn't he? I like, think that I, you hear a lot, lot about a lot of negative things tied to it, so it's hard to take anything 100 percent serious. Right. But I think there are good teachings to it. I think the the, the base message of who Christ was as a person. Is an admirable thing and something yeah, that can yeah, be respected. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. And I think, I th- in my opinion, like I was raised Catholic, but I, th- I think God sent different prophets to different areas yeah. to different people. I think that makes way them. more sense than Find the good story, ways. right? And, and what and what and what makes me a better man makes me a better man. It might not be exactly what is going to ha- 
be for somebody else to be a better man. But then when men twist it, you know, you don't hear about right. generations of, of Burger King workers molesting kids. Mm-hmm. But it happened in the Catholic Church. It happened to the priest from the town where I was growing up at. It still is. It's control, man. It still That's is. All it is. Like, the way you do it is the right way to do it, I think. That's the way that I have no problem with and, like, whatever. But as soon as you start being like, you need to worship God or whatever the exact same way that I do, or you need to do this for me because you love God, you know, like, I don't know. Like, my relationship with God has nothing to do with you as a priest. It shouldn't, anyway. You got to give me 10% of whatever you, you know what I mean? What if I'm making fucking $7 an hour, and you want want me to give, that's a lot of money. Like, God, Such extravagant buildings, too. Yeah. Such, I mean, just the. You don't need a doorknob. The doorknobs in this building is fucking gold, bro. What you need my little money for? I don't know. And that's another thing that's so people dependent. Like, the way I feel about a church or like your church specifically or whatever is probably going to depend completely on who I talk to. Like I can talk to somebody that's like, Oh, God's about love and acceptance and redemption and all of this. Like somebody can talk to me like that and I'll be like, Oh, that's like church seems pretty cool. Or I can go to a church and they can start telling me that babies are the devil and they can make it all about don't do this or you go to hell or don't do this. Like, am I only here because I'm scared? (laughs) Well, in the black community, I, I think we've talked about this way down the line. You know, that's kind of what it is. Like, yeah, like am I only like coming you, to church you, because I feel bad? I if I don't, you steal a five cent day. piece of gum out of the corner store, you going to hell. You know, it's like, oh shit. They say that the acid level in Catholics is higher than any other denomination because of the stress of just guilt. of just being the the guilt, yeah, the, the pressure, the, 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 the pressure. guilt, the pressure. Like if I do something wrong, I'm going to burn in hell forever. You're out of the like, or or just being kicked out of the family. But then you can but then you yeah. can be and it's you know, the representative of the church, you know, I know so many people that attend church, but they're bad people. And then I know good people that don't right. go to church. Some of the meanest motherfuckers I ever met. In church right there in the front row. Right. <laughs> right in the fucking front row. So I mean it's more of a business, more of a community type of thing than an in, than what it's supposed <laughs> to be. Yeah, a man, that, that's my problem. Is that religion should be God. explored, and like you should explore your spirituality and like how you, what you think was going on, and how you feel or whatever. But when like it's like, oh, let's pass this plate around, and everybody put money in it, and if you don't put money in it, you going to you're hell. a piece of shit. You ain't no good, and you should feel bad. Let's let's and like the a... person next to you is going to put a twenty in, so when you get it, you're going to feel like pretty shitty. Well, and it's it's like in high school, there was groups of kids that were in FBLA future business leaders of America. But nobody died over it. In other places, like, there's gangs, Bloods and Crips, that are that age, and people die over it. You know what I'm saying? Like, that, when when the result of religion turns into deaths, you know, innocent deaths especially, not, you know, like, that's what they say is going on right now. That a lot of innocent women and children are getting killed. Over religion. Not just, not just soldiers in the world. Well, I mean, that fucking hospital got blown up. 500 people in there. And there's that nobody knows who exactly did it. Hmm, At least they say. Supposedly, somebody knows who did that shit. Somebody knows who fucking blew up the trade center too. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Somebody you know, knows who let it happen. And we may never know. Maybe, <laughs> maybe one day. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know if I share my theory with that. Well, we got time for that. Time to... <laughs> he said we don't have time for that. We one. definitely don't have time for that one. We can save that one for next yeah, week. I'm gonna say that one. <laughs> we, I'm gonna tell y'all exactly what I think it was. Because it's time, it's time for us to go. We went. We actually, I thought we were gonna die in the water there for a second, but we actually went over a little bit. I think so. 
Good job. We saved it. But yeah, we definitely don't have time to talk about Trade City. <laughs> yeah, I gotta go home. Exactly what I think. I gotta go were. home. I'm tired. I'm tired. But yeah, thanks for coming today, man. Another Welcome. good thanks conversation for me, guys. as always. We'll have to have you in again. Uh, thank you for listening. Check us out on our social medias and stuff. Email us always doing podcast at gmail.com. Uh, message us on Instagram if you got some ideas for stuff we should talk about. Bozzy, next week we'll talk about the stuff that you wanted us to talk about. Thank you for that. Um, yeah, most importantly, tell your friends about our podcast. If you like it, they'll probably like it too. And I hope you have a great week.